From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 232. Today's show is brought to you by Pen Chalet, Dudek Modern Goods, and Tom Bin. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by the wonderful Mr. Brad Dowdy. The wonderful up bright and early, so Mike yep. can get out early. I'm wearing my pajamas and drinking coffee. You are the uh, kindest person today. on the planet. Last week, I ditched you last minute, and you and Anna did a great job with the show. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, you guys had some nice things to say about me and some mean things to say about me, which is the perfect mix. Yeah, that's the right balance, I feel. That's what I want. I, I don't want all good, and I don't want all bad. It's got to, got to get a mix, <laughs> so you get that. But again... You know, I will never leave this show, but if I if I had to, if something happened to me, you would be fine. You're such a good mm-hmm. host. You know, I, it's one of those things, whenever I host, I never realize it until I actually hit record, and I'm like, oh, I have to drive today. Like, I don't plan for that ahead of time. I sit down sure. like I'm going to talk to you, and then when, you know, Anna and I are sitting there talking, I'm like, well, I guess I should hit record, then I'm like, oh, I have to drive. And um, it's it's not something I give into any consideration. So I always kind of freak out in the beginning a little bit. And then uh, by the end, I don't remember anything I've said. So like I had to go back and listen to that whole episode because <laughs> I don't remember any of it. Yeah, I think but, you did uh, a great job. I did. I did go back and listen to it. And actually, uh, it, it was a really, really good episode. We got a lot of good feedback on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you were obviously away because um, your your new flat uh, required some required some repairs that uh, uh, um a pin repair shop's not going to cut uh, what what was needed at your new flat, mm-hmm. right? I needed some serious stuff done. Uh, but yeah. that is done. But today we're Good. recording earlier because I have to go back there again this, e- this evening for some more stuff that's being done. I'm staying mm. there tonight and then probably tomorrow night because we're getting like deliveries of stuff and we're hopefully getting our broadband hooked up. So nice. that's nice. going to be sweet. Yeah, so when we were talking about all the gift guide stuff last week, actually, when I popped in the show notes, I didn't expect to have all your entries there. So that was awesome. Thank you for doing that. And then the last little bit, um, Anna and I talked about what we personally wanted for uh, Christmas. And, you know, we thought we'd give you you a shot to say what's on Mike Hurley's um, stationary Christmas list this year. Nakaya. <laughs> How's how's that looking? How's what is what does Santa think about that? No one probably not the it. year, huh? Yeah, no one no one's buying it for me, and I ain't buying it for myself. This, this was is made not the year. Infinitely worse yesterday evening when uh, a friend yeah. of the show Tiff Arment received her Nakaya that she bought. Mm-hmm. She bought the feathers one, and she did an unboxing on Periscope, and it <sighs> broke me. It just broke yeah. me. And and I went to bed like it was just I watched it before I went to bed right like I just, yeah, just yeah. after I finished recording Analog and it was like one thirty in the morning or something, and I was getting, I was getting ready to go to bed and I was thinking to myself how glorious it would be to unbox my Nakaya, um, mm. so I had sweet dreams of Nakayas. So uh, I mean I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Tiff's Periscope in the show notes. Yes, please. Um, because it was amazing and adorable because uh, she's so excited. Did she know it was coming? Because that was like a six-month lead time on this one, right? Did it just kind of... I guess she probably got the shipping notification. But Maybe. She she seemed surprised. Like she was yeah. expecting it to show up in January or something. Exactly. But exactly. So uh, I really want one. I really, really want one. I want one so bad, but I cannot do it right now. Sure. Um, 
but Makes it's sense. it's on my list, you know. Like this is the thing. If somebody wanted to buy me a super expensive gift, nobody should, but if they did, like this is what I would ask for. Uh well actually okay. Let me rephrase it. It's what I would first. want. Yeah, what I would ask for is like, can you fix all of the things in my house, <laughs> buy me a sofa and furnish my office? Exactly. But uh instead <laughs> I would I know I would prefer uh a Nakaya. Yeah. I think. Because yeah. that that would make me Happy in a different way. But uh, yes, that's what I want. I still know the one that I want. Um, I can never remember the name of it. You know, and, and every time you bring it up, seeing that I own the pen, you would think I would remember the name, but um, I don't. It's something with uh, Nigoro in it, um, the, it's, the cracked feature. It's the one with the crack in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful. And I can't, I can't even remember, like, what line it is. Yeah, oh, it's a piccolo. Okay. So I'm looking at uh, it and then they do the uh I think this one also came uh the aesthetic bay does the long piccolo. I think that's the one you were looking at. Right. Maybe. Okay. It's a little bit extended, more extended than mine. So that's that's the one that I want. Mhm. Mhm. All right. So <sighs> we're we're going to put this in the list in uh for for future reference. Um so we'll we'll uh we'll get you one day. I, one I'm day. feeling it one day. It's, it's going to happen. happen. Like, honestly, like, seriously, one day it's going to happen. Cause it's like, you might just have the mic drop on me that day and the show would end. That would be kind of scary. What? And just, what would be like, I bought it and then that's it. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, it. That's, the, 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 that's the peak. It's done, right? Peak peak pin right there. I guess so, right? Like, at that point, I have, I've evolved. Hmm. You know, like, <laughs> I've, I've reached my end, you know? Yeah, you're playing too much Pokemon. I am playing way too much Pokemon. Yeah, well, with, with your Pokemon and all the Pokemons you catch, you need you need a notebook to to put those in. So I wanted to mention that um, our friends at Keep a Notebook, which is this really unique Midori style notebook system that I reviewed, I've had for months and months and months. I love the product. It's got this really cool cover like that you make yourself when they ship it to you. They've never really had a proper website. Um, I would just send people to their Facebook page and then they had like a list of retailers on there, but their proper website page is now up and running. So I wanted to put that in the show notes because I like this system. A lot of people have asked me about this system and the quality of it. And it's touch. It's a top notch um, notebook. Um, Even, you know, they'd probably hate for me to say this but even if you're not going to use the cover the notebook inserts are fabulous they work really well they're beautifully designed the paper quality is great um i very very much love these things so we'll put the review in the show notes to when i reviewed it like a month or so ago and now that they have an actual website it's easier for you to go check out their products so it's very cool yeah i read your review of this and it's interesting um the cardboard is an interesting choice yeah. Yeah, it's you know like um like those accordion folders like you you'd see people carrying like a huge amount of paperwork on it. They're they're very thick, thick type paper um made to just kind of be durable, take a be- beating. It's it's kind of even thicker than that, I would say. Um but I wonder, you know, about water and humidity and things like that and and how it's going to hold up over a lengthy amount of time. But it's cool in and of itself. Um, I, I really enjoy the product. I, re- I enjoy what they did with this product, um, making the little cover the way they did. And uh, it, it's very cool. But uh, regardless of whether you use the cover or not, the notebooks are fantastic. And they have upwards of 15 different uh, formats 
of the notebook, not you know of the insides of the notebook. What does you that know, mean? Like, so daily. you can choose different pocket stuff. Well, no. So you can choose different paper inserts in the notebook. They'll have like a travel journal, a regular journal, a calendar, a monthly calendar, daily calendar. So depending on on what you need, you can pick the format of the of the inside book. Oh, the paper. Yeah. Right. Okay. Interesting. So, like, what is this like intended to be? Just like the the, the traveling thing that you carry around with you, or yep. what? yeah, it's okay. supposed to be. It's supposed. It's their take on the traveler's notebook system. Huh. So that's all. Which is just hugely popular in Asia. I mean, you know, I look at some of the uh, Singaporean. Um, Traveler's Notebooks meetups, and they'll just have like stacks. <laughs> It'll be like 30 or 40 people at these meetups just to show off their planners like that. And they're all this, that same format, that long, skinny format. Yeah, I do I do wonder how it will hold up, like the the, the, the cardboard. Yep. Hmm. Have you been using it? So, like, It stays on my desk. What does that mean? So I haven't been, I ha- it means I haven't been carrying it. So yeah. yes, I've been using it, but I haven't, it's not like a daily carry item it's a when i need it item right now i don't carry the only notebooks i carry with me every day are the one of the notco pocket notebooks uh, the black one usually um because i just love the little top flap and it's portable and the paper rules and then the uh, the field notes 56 week planner is actually still working well for me i'm uh so far it's i've stuck to that it's like five weeks now which is not quite a record for me, but we're gaining on it. <laughs> what have you been using that for? Just in general, like you planning out editorial stuff? To plan out my week. Oh, your, just your general week. Just a general week. Um, and then I might get to like the second week ahead. I usually don't get more than like two weeks out on that. So, but I'm going to start putting out some, some, for, I, I have it with the intention of doing more editorial calendar stuff for the future, mm. but I haven't totally integrated that because I don't totally have a system for that yet. Okay. So, all right, should we take our first break? Yeah, let's do it. We got uh, the most killer sponsors today, so we want to tell you all about some awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's talk, start with Pen Chalet. You know Pen Chalet. They have all the pens, they have all the notebooks, they have all the accessories that you're looking for. They have pen holders, refills, fountain pen converters, rollables, fountain pens themselves, ballpoints, mechanical pencils from all of your favorite brands. They always have great discounts, and they have even better discounts running right now, which I'm going to tell you about in a moment. Along with their very fast, reliable customer service and their satisfaction guarantee, they are the first place that you should go to every time you want to buy a pen they do free shipping on orders of over 50 dollars in the united states and they also sell internationally with very reasonable shipping rates if you go to penchalet.com p-e-n-c-h-a-l-e-t.com you want to click the podcast link at the top of the website enter the password pen addict for this for the special offers that you'll find as long as the code that you need to save over at Penchalet. You can do this anytime and you'll get whatever the offers are that week along with your typically 10 percent off code however this week we have 15% off Ooh. on anything at Penn Chalet. It's a Whoa. biggie. This doesn't come around very often. Ron just runs kind of, he holds this back. And a couple of times a year, you'll get 15% off. But where this gets even more exciting is, and everybody knows, this Friday, the 25th of November, is Black Friday. Penn Chalet have got a whole host of Black Friday deals. If you go to our page right now, you'll be able to see some of these early and pre-order some of them with your 15% discount on top of the amazing deals. Oh, and you know those new field notes that we're going to talk about a little later on in the show? <laughs> you think? Ron has them. 
Oh, wow. And you can buy them from Pen Chalet and get 15% off. Hmm. That's a whole hmm. host of stuff. Hmm. What do you think that's about be that? I think that's going to be an issue. Oh, yeah? <laughs> In a good kind of way. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's... Uh, Wow. So can I talk about some of the pens that are already in this um in this list? I think so. He hasn't told me that okay. I can't, so So I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to hold the prices out. Yeah. Number number 1, I've never heard of the Pilot Stanza ballpoint. Nope. There is a carbon fiber barrel that looks killer. This is like the it looks like a cooler version of the Parker Jotter which is a great traditional ballpoint. I've never seen this pen before. And there's actually some solid barrel op- options that are rather inexpensive. Then there's some carbon fiber mo- models that are more expensive. Mm-hmm. I want to see what refills these take. I'm going to dig around because I've never, ever seen this pen. Um, I haven't been enjoying ballpoint pens recently. This looks like one that would be very interesting to me. So that's one of this list. He also has a pen that I've been using a bunch of, which is the Pilot Ageless Ballpoint. I use this all the time. It's got this really cool um, deployment system. Um, it's like a two-step deployment. It You twist it and like the nose cone comes out. And then you twist it further and then the refill comes out. And then you can retract, reverse it all back in. And it's a very small pocketable type pen. It's wonderful, wonderfully designed. The price he has on these is about half of what I've ever seen them listed for online. It's almost Ooh. to the point of being a no-brainer. Um, that's a really hot deal on those yep. pins. That's a pin that I love. That would look awesome in a stocking, something like that. Mm-hmm. So like, you want to, uh, you got something else? Yeah, <laughs> he's got a lot of good stuff. He's got um, two awesome Lamis on here, the Pure and the Accent, um, which I've been eyeballing the Accent for mm-hmm. a while. Um the vanishing point ballpoint. I'm gonna have to stop scrolling. The vanishing point ballpoint, which I don't own, but it takes the G2 refill. I don't know that you're gonna ever find it for cheaper. Whoa! So that might look be at the, that price. So that might be the time for me to get after this. So I can't believe that. All right, wrap this up because I'm gonna keep scrolling and we'll never end the show. It's like so, what you see on the page if you go there today before Black Friday is just a small taste of some of the deals that Ron's gonna have. So make sure that you go there as soon as you see this episode and see what's there because everything's in limited supply, right? And mm-hmm. then on Black Friday, 25th of November, go back to the Pen Chalet again and you'll get all of those deals. Maybe even sign up for their mailing list. Don't send a lot. They do not send a lot of stuff at Penchalet. They just send it when they have the best, best deals. So go check that out. Go to P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com. Don't forget the password, Penaddict. Thank you so much to all the great folk at Penchalet for their continued support of this show. All right. So I have a few links I wanted to get through, some things I've been holding um, until you came back and after the gift guide episode. And one of these is I, I got sent this in an email, and the title of the video is Making a Pen Out of Paper. I have been sent this video... Okay. An ungodly amount of times. Yeah, so this guy's popular, right? He's like mm-hmm. a thing on, on the YouTubes, and you're, and you're a YouTuber now, which I yep. never... Those are words I never thought I would say, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I haven't made any videos for a while. Life is oh, getting you, in the way, man. You've been a, you've been a little busy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I got sent this video. The title is very misleading, okay? So, making a pen out of paper. I'm like, okay, cool. Let me see how, the, how this is going to happen. The first words out of his mouth are Micarta. I'm like, oh, okay. He's gonna he's gonna make a Macarta pen. That's a lot easier than out of paper, right? I mean, it's a 
essentially a by the time he gets done with it, it's essentially a blank. He makes a, a blank out of uh, sheets of micarta, makes a pen blank. It's cool what he does because he does it all like horizontally. He doesn't, it's not like a, a acrylic blank like we would see normally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very cool. He did it all different colors. It was fun to watch. He ends up turning the pen. Um, but it was nice I, to I watch to the share. pen turning because, like, the, the because it's like, was it like pieces of paper like smushed together with like a seal, right? Like how, how does the micarta work? It's like layers, right? Yeah, it's essentially glued together. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does it into layers and then um, stacks all those layers into what you would normally think of as an acrylic blank, like a yep. length rectangle, and then um, puts it on the lathe and, but- and does it. It's really cool because he did it in um, really bright colors mm-hmm. so you can see all the action happening it's fun to watch it's not exactly making a pen out of paper though (laughs) no but the the, i think the thing that i liked about it uh was the the way that when he was turning it and then all the little streamers of paper were flying out that was cool i love watching all the the pen turners share their videos and um pictures and things on instagram because yeah that always looks so cool seeing all those shavings go everywhere i'd love to try it one day yeah yeah, I know uh, some people, some of our listeners have bought like small lathes to play around with stuff at their house and things like that. And that seems kind of like a cool thing. It seems like that's definitely a rabbit hole situation, right? Yeah. I mean, once you get that, the next thing you know, you're calling Jonathan Brooks, right? I mean, that's just what's going to happen. I don't have enough space in the new flat for a lathe. Yeah, it's step one, lathe. Then like you skip a few steps, you know, question mark, and then Jonathan Brooks. I yeah, mean, that's I just that's how, how that works. would escalate. <laughs> 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 because you're not going to be happy with anything that you can find nope. regularly. You need so. you need the man with the plan to make some rugs <laughs> for you. Oh, speaking of uh, needing to find this Mont Blanc uh, Lucky Orange Ink, we're going to have to give this one the shot. So our friend uh, Dr. Deans from Pen Economics, he posted a tweet with the new Mont Blanc Jazz Blue and Lucky Orange inks. So I don't know anything about these. Why I don't should either. I know they're, about these? They're not out yet. This is where uh, Dr. Dean caused an uproar <laughs> like back in the spring because he got access to Mont Blanc's releases for the rest of the year. Right? And there was a big brouhaha over it and they you know, people like on FPN took down the information and stuff like that. And he shared it, which I believe he fully should have. But anyway, so these have been had scheduled dates for December to come out. So they're finally this is a brouhaha that I don't know anything about. Like I didn't follow. You this. don't need to worry about it. I mean, it's nothing to, it's no big deal, but uh, don't worry. You pretty little head about it, Mike, <laughs> you know, just typical, typical fountain pen network drama, drama. Yeah. And they were pretty much wrong, but whatever. Anyway, so this Instagram account that Jonathan saw these inks from, um, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the name, but we'll have it in there. He apparently has access to all this stuff. So he has all the pictures of the new Blanc, Mont Blanc inks, um, some of the, the colors. I haven't totally seen a sample yet. This looks kind of like a very regular orange, so I kind of want to see if it's more quarterly. Like, um, you know, the red that they make their pens out of, which is more of a coral. I'm wondering if that orange is going to be more like that or if it's going to be more of a real, real orange. But we'll see. I've been enjoying Mont Blanc inks recently. One of my friends sent me the Leo Tolstoy. That may be the one of my top new top favorite inks uh, between Tolstoy and Sazerac. That's about the only inks I've been using recently. So 
Just thought I'd throw that out there. Maybe it's a new new orange for for your uh, take over your fuyugaki. Yeah. So I have. There's no like. I can't see anything where it shows what this looks like on the paper, though, right? Yeah, he hasn't uh, opened the bottle. He's got the bottle sitting right there, but there's no actual ink sample. Why would you do that? <laughs> maybe he's selling them. Maybe he's a retailer, and this is his on the sly, um, on the sly little account. Something. He's only got like 50 followers, so it's definitely something some stealth. Really, some beautiful photos of Mont Blanc products though, on this account. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh God, man, I want that one so much. The um, Rouge, is it Rouge Noir with yeah. the snake, the orange one? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten over that one yet. It's still it's still really nice. Whenever I'm in an airport, I go and take a look at it. Oh man, this mm. account's awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm I totally following followed it. it. <laughs> there's some great stuff on here. But yeah, I, every time I'm in an airport, that's where I tend to see Mont Blanc stuff the most. I go and like press my face up against the window and take a right. look at it. You know, just like that badass snake. Yeah, you know better than to set foot in there, right? That would not end well. Oh yeah, they like, they walk up to me, you know, because they they see what I'm looking at. <laughs> Right, and and whilst mm-hmm. I don't necessarily look like your average Mont Blanc customer, I'm looking at specific pens, right? I think they know what I'm looking at, and they know that mm-hmm. I know what I'm looking at, right? And they, they come yeah. up to oh, me yeah. like, "Oh, hello, sir. How can we help today?" And I run yeah. away. <laughs> it's like there's no help you can give me, my friend. Just pain, mm-hmm. just pain, pain in the wallet. Yeah. Well, you're you're gonna give help to one of our readers right now because this question is all about you because you're a plumbing Uh-oh. expert. You're a plumbing expert, so we need to know this. I got this email like a couple of weeks ago, and I already answered him. And I said, "This." I the more I thought about it, I was like, "I'm sharing this email on the thing on the podcast," and I told him that. And I was, it's too great of a question, and because number one, it's hilarious, but number two, it's a legitimate thing that people do. Mm-hmm. Like it's no joke. People do this seriously. So let's talk about Declan and not uh, Casey Liss's, uh Declan, right? Isn't that his son's name? Yeah. Yeah. So not that Declan, but this is another Declan. Declan needs a shower pen. So let me read this email. I'm looking for a pen that will be able to write in the expedition field notes in the shower. I used to have a shower with glass that I would use to sketch out characters and try new ideas for pictures, but I have just moved into a house with a shower without glass. Alas. But then I thought this will be the perfect use for the expedition edition. So I ordered some and they arrived. I also have a couple of space pins, but I'm worried that they might rust. Do you have any thoughts on something I could use? I have a question straight up though. Like I don't <laughs> okay. understand where the glass thing comes into this. So that was his previous location. So in your old house, uh-huh. he, he had a glass door that would fog up so he could use his finger to write in the fog. That doesn't feel like window. a safe way to record your ideas. Well, then I guess they were temporary, and then you know he would he would uh, make sure to capture them when he got out. I guess mm. so. You know, he just kind of right through the all the steam in the window. So, okay. but he he can't do that anymore. He's moved to a new flat, apparently, Mike. Um, so <laughs> he's using the Expedition Edition in the shower, which is approved usage of the Expedition Edition, and also he's using the space pen, which is approved usage of the space pen but he's worrying about it rusting i'm not sure what the ink cartridges themselves are made of like the 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 refills what Mm -hmm. they're made of the depending on the barrel itself i guess some of those materials could rust but actually what i answered him was the stainless steel shown design pen that i reviewed because the stainless is not going to rust and it'll keep the Fisher Space Pen intact. And 
I don't know. It's it seems like the right fit. He was pretty excited with that answer. It's, it's a little bit pricey. It's like a hundred bucks because that that stainless is ex, is expensive. Um, but if anyone else has any like rust free, rust proof pen ideas for jotting down your ideas in the shower, Declan needs to know, and I need to know because uh, this was a great question. It was. Why not just use a pencil? <sighs> yeah, I mean. They will get soggy. I mean, they will work. But sure, but like, you know, you just get like a bunch of wood case pencils that aren't expensive. And then just when one one of them starts to get soggy, you just, just throw it out. Like a pencil would work perfectly, right? It, it would work. It would work perfectly. Um, but then I, I, I do worry about the pencil getting wet and it rotting and leaving debris around and things like that. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. It's a serious question, Mike. We need an answer. So I went with stainless steel pen from Shown Design with the space pen refill. So we'll have to think about it. I'll have to put some more thought in it. You know, I, I, like a clutch pencil would be good, but I bet some of the parts on that would rust. They're not going to be waterproof. I bet that would not end well. So anyway. No. How would these next products hold up in the shower, Mike? What do you think? Um... I think I think you might end up with some of the situation that we have with the wood case pencil. Like, I don't mm. know if you'd want to take them in the shower. Maybe we could consider if they're approved for use. So, Mike, do that. If you can let us know, like, <laughs> will your products work in the shower? You know, maybe the metal one, uh, but I don't think that, that one's available anymore, yeah, the, right? The, 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 cube? the cube, yeah. I have no idea if it's still available, and I'm certainly glad I have two of those because so those I. are bad to the bone. So let's talk about Mr. Dudek and his modern goods because they're the perfect Christmas gift for our yeah. listeners. Mike Dudek is back sponsoring this week's episode. You know Mike Dudek. We've had we've we've had many conversations. Dudek's been on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's twice, been on I think. Okay. At least once. So many episodes now I can't keep up. But I know that we talk about him. He is a mainstay character of the Pen Addict because he makes incredible products, handmade stuff in Arizona, USA. He takes beautiful solid walnut and he carves pen storage solutions out of these products like the cube the block the groove this is how all of these were born because he takes these beautiful walnut pieces and he makes them using his own pen addict knowledge to make them the perfect complements to store and display your most valuable pieces with the with the wood that he picks, it's going to look amazing on your desk now. It's going to look amazing in a year. It's probably going to look amazing in 30 years because these things are built to last. Dudak Modern Goods has 12 designs that you can choose from with several options to fit your needs. Whether you have large pens in your collection and need a space to hold your notebooks or journal, anything. Anything you want to hold, any of your writing equipment. They have the Succulent Series, which is a newer thing, which can add a little greenery to your desk. Because all of these, they have three different uh, modes here, three different lines in this product, three different products in this line. The greenery, the sprout, and the planter. They all include these little stainless steel planting dishes, so you can add a bit of nature to your desk and just brighten up your day as well as storing your most valuable pens. But one of the products that I'm most interested in, I think I need to get my order in for one of these, is the Stationer. This is perfect for journalists. It can hold up to seven of your favorite favorite writing instruments it's a lovely long single line there and also an a5 size notebook as well you just slide it in the back so on your desk it's ready at all times for you to bust out and write down your most precious thoughts mike ships internationally with reasonable shipping rates walnut is heavy he does his best to keep those shipping rates down and therefore he is shipped to more than 20 countries around the world now 
The reason that Mike is sponsoring right now is because it's the holiday season. This is his busy time, and uh, but this type of stuff, it's a good gift, right? All these things are really great gifts. They're great gifts for you personally. You can ask for them, or you can give them to other people in your life that you think might enjoy them. But because of that, he's super busy, and all of this stuff is handmade. So the holidays are approaching. If you're thinking about buying this as a gift or asking for this as a gift, seriously, get your order in right now. Because if you don't get it in right now, you might not get it before the holiday season. I know this seems early, but these things take a lot of time to make. And plus, Mike is super busy this time anyway. So if you want one of Mike Dudek's incredible products, and if you don't have any, trust me, you want one. All of my most precious pens are kept displayed in one of these products. And I trust the Dudek to do this for me. Go to dudekmoderngoods.com. That's D-U-D-E-K-M-O-D-E. R-N-G-O-O-D-S. Dudekmoderngoods.com. There'll be a link in the show notes. You can find out more there. And if you use the code PENADDICT or one word, you'll get 10% off any of Mike's amazing products. The code is available through the month of November. So act fast. Thank you so much to Dudek Modern Goods for supporting this show and Relay FM. His stuff is legitimately awesome. You should very much consider um, getting something from him for yourself for the holidays, asking mm-hmm. for it, gifting it. There's a whole range of products. Um, it's hard to even recommend one. The probably the one that I don't have that I want the most is one of the succulent ones because I'm I'm still working on my my new desk setup and that would be ideal because I do not have any foliage out there and I would like that. So I might look at that myself. So thank you, Mr. Dudek, for sponsoring us and really get those orders in like within this next week. He uh, he makes all this stuff himself and he does such an amazing job, um, but it takes time. As you know, anyone who makes anything, he wants to make it right. So it's going to take a little bit of time. So get those orders in. Mm-hmm. All right. So I got my order in for the Steel and Flint Kickstarter project. It's a new pin on the Kickstarter. It's been... Um, talked about a little bit around the the pen blogosphere um it's a pocketable pen made out of aluminum it has a long sheath type cover like you remember the the pen type b that i love mike it has that long sleeve um it's similar in that aspect but it's nothing like the pen type b at all and um i got my hands on this pen and this is a pretty legitimate pocket pen contender mike have you checked this out at all yeah, I've read your stuff. Some people sent it to me anyway. I want to. I do want to very quickly address the pen type B thing. Yeah, because you said this in your review as well. You're like, this is nothing like this, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just wondering why you say that. I mean, they look similar. That's it. I right. mean, they. That's where it stops. If I put those two pens side by side and said, Mike, check out these two pens. By the time you finished handling them. Picking them up, uncapping them, using them, you would not relate these pens even in look by the time you were done using them. But why that is sense. that? Like, what 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 differentiates them? So the steel and flint pen is far lighter, like mm-hmm. a third of the weight. the The brass sleeve on the pen type B has some weight to it. It's about uh, three quarters of an inch shorter. It's narrower in diameter. It has a large knurled grip section. Uh-huh. The sleeve action is nothing like pen type B's. This is a literal cap where pen type B has that tolerance fit, that yeah, zero tolerance thing, fit. Right? Yeah, where it just um, you know pops on and off because the air has to escape. The fit's so tight. This is just 
a long cap, if does you will. Does it clip in, or does it just sit on it? it? Um, there's a magnet on each end of the pin, so let me see if you can hear this. I'm going to put the pin on, and you'll just hear metal on metal at first. And then you can hear it, like, catch the yeah, magnet. Yeah, I hear the click at the end. So Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, they, there the, are, I can see why people compare them, because they're, I can. they have a lot of similarities in design. But yes. it looks like that there is... Differences not just because they couldn't make it to the quality of the pen type B or whatever. There like seems like there's just very different design, different like choices, like the magnets and the the null grip and stuff. That that seems like this is the way I want to make it, as opposed to this is all I could do. Does that make that sense? That's correct. Because like every now and then see you'll it. see a pen where it's like you look just like this pen, and it's different because you couldn't manufacture it the same way. Right. Right. But right. okay, I, I, I buy it. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's because you mention it and it's like, I, I wanted to just dig into that a little bit. Well, no, a bunch of people mentioned it before I even did my review. Like it yeah. was all up in the comments section of the Steel and Flint Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how much I love that pen type B. When you, I literally, if I gave someone both of these pens and say, you know, look how similar these pens are but then had you pick them up and test them out, by the time you were done, you wouldn't think they were similar at all. Completely different feel. And honestly, completely different aesthetic, even though they're similarly shaped. They are nothing alike, except the cap happens to sleeve the entire barrel, for the most part, for both of these pins. That's the only thing. They are really not alike at all, Hmm. in my opinion. There's that. And I mean, I love the pen type B. That's one of my all time favorite pens. They're, they're just not alike. They feel completely different. They, I mean, to me, they look completely different. They function completely different. The cap is nothing like the pen type B going on and off the pen. So to me, they're nothing alike, which is good. So I, I, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Like, Why? I, there is a design choice in this pen, which I've seen in a bunch of pens that I just can't, I just can't get behind. Which is why um, it goes um, from like a cylinder to like straight flat, right? Yep. Like it's just like it's been cut off, and then there's just like a little bit stuck at the end. Mm-hmm. I really, I just really, really don't like that. Like it, it's kind of brutal in design, um, in a way that doesn't appeal to me. Like every other pen, well, not every other pen, but like you've got that that picture of pens, right? Just where, mm. the, where, it, where it tapers off into a point, that is appealing to me. Um, right. when, when a pen just kind of just like stops dead, the barrel just stops dead. I don't like that. I really don't. That's the one comment I've gotten on this pen. How do you like that, you know, design aspect of it? And honestly, yeah. with this pen, I never considered it because it works well. Like you can see everything properly. Everything's the right uh, length away from where the barrel cuts off, um, you know. The, the tip's not um, hidden from your line of sight when you're writing. So I didn't even consider that because it was such a non-issue for me, but I have had people bring that up. Um, just like I brought it up the first time I had the um, the TI-2. The TI-2? I get all those names mixed up. That pen I didn't like because it kind of had that abrupt stop at the end and just the needle of the uh, refill stuck out. And I was like, boy, I really don't like that. Turns out I do like it. And this one I didn't even consider, I guess, because I have enough pens that are like this style. Um, it didn't even register with me, but I can understand why people would not like that. From a functionality perspective, it's a complete non-issue. You have line of sight um, completely with this pen. Yeah, I. 
It's just aesthetics. Yeah, no, I understand it. Hey, it's not for everybody. Like if that um, went off into like a like if it tapered into the tip, I think this would be a really great looking pen. I yeah, just, I yeah. really just don't like that. I just don't like that choice. Yeah, I wonder how the how the length of the pen would would change. I'd have to think about that, but it, it could probably be done because like the shown design pocket pen that I always use, it's the far right one in that in that picture that you're referring to. Um, it's a shorter pen, but it actually has the the conical taper towards the end of the tip. So yeah, it can be done. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I look at it and it really just I think to myself, why would you design it that way? Like this is mm. just something that I am like vehemently against from a design <laughs> perspective. Wow, like I see a I few pens know. like this; they pop up on Kickstarter. This is like a, a, a yes. trend that I've been seeing, and mm-hmm. and I don't get it. Like I look at it, it's like, is it because it's is it cheaper to make this way? Like I I have to like try and rationalize it in my head. Right. I wonder if it, there's some machining. Uh, costs involved i i have no idea i don't machine pens, so yeah i don't know we'll have i just, to see. I just but, really um, don't like it brad yeah well i really like this pen um it's very good. cool it's been it's been hanging out in my pocket um i have the black matte one so far so good on the finish that's one thing one thing i'm my two concerns are one is the finish going to wear in a strange way by taking on and off the cap because of the long sleeve design and the black finish like, is it going to scrape eventually metal on metal? So far, it hasn't. Um, and then two, the after Kickstarter price, I think, is going to be too high. But we'll see what he does afterwards. I think he's talking like over $100 after Kickstarter. And I, I wouldn't pay that for this pen. But I'm, I paid 69 I think, for this. And that feels about right. But I could see, like, I would really like this pen, like, in a titanium. That'd be really nice. There is one line in your review that I have to read because I think it's the single greatest line you've ever written. (laughs) Well, I don't know. It's not saying a lot. As far as being the world's finest soft clothes magnetic pen, okay, I guess so when it's a competition of one. I can caveat myself into being the world's finest Bradley Stephen Dowdy too, which doesn't tell you much. So good, right? Because they they say that this is, as you said, the world's <laughs> finest soft clothes magnetic pen. But there isn't anything to compare it to, and like nobody else does says this. <laughs> right? It's so yeah, funny, that's man. ridiculous. I don't like marketing speak, and being someone that sells stuff online, it's a very difficult. It's a cha- it's challenge because you want to say, you know, when you make something, you're like, this is the best thing ever, right? You probably so believe it, or at least you should. Yeah, yeah, but I'm never going to absolute myself that way right that's an absolute and there's you can't do that i i'm just <laughs> i'm just against that type of uh of writing um and this comes from someone who is extremely hyperbolic like myself um that's it's nonsensical because it doesn't mean anything right there is no meaning to a statement of that nature no not not in this way like if right. this was a a an actual category of pens that is, you know, every, like tons of people make and mm-hmm. you are voted as such, then yeah, you can be that. <laughs> sure. Okay, it's possible <laughs> to have that statement, but I don't think in this instance it makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, interesting, but yes. All right. Anyway, hey, before we go on, uh, Joe brings up a, a good point, Mr. Gentleman Stationer, um, which I forgot about, which we always talk about with drafting pencils, like the mm-hmm. Rotring. That, that clearance in that design is made for a lot of engineering usage so it can be used well with a straight edge you know type of rate um, yeah you know uh ruler 
So I mean, sure, yeah, I, mean, I can see that, but I, again, I wonder if that is the decision people are actually making. Mm. Like, I'm sure right, it, it right, does right. help, and there are some pens that are made that way. Like, maybe the pen type B was because of like the people that made it, or like, well, yeah. yeah, they purposefully said that, yes. But I don't know if all of these pens are made to be that way. Agreed. Yeah. All right, main event. <laughs> your main event i mean i don't know how this i mean i could have put this first but i figured we, we'd build up because everyone knows it's coming right this, this made my life a lot easier today for these mm-hmm. show notes because we don't always we always talk on wednesdays around field notes launch time how they they announce after our show like within hours after we announce so we have to it's been that way oh yeah. yeah so we have to wait an entire week to record we even recorded a special episode one time because it came out within minutes after we ended um so we have field notes black ice what do you think mike the 33rd quarterly edition this one is very interesting Mm. very interesting um so this is like a full foil stamped metallic stamped cover right Right. these things are basically mirrors (laughs) have you seen pictures of people with them yet so I put a no. link in the show notes to my friend John Voorhees. He writes up Max Stories. Yeah, he lives in guy. Chicago. Mm-hmm. And John went to pick them up yesterday. And he posted a tweet with four pictures. Three of them are of the new office, I guess. Yeah, it looks good. So and then one of them is a, is like a picture that he took of the field notes. And you can see the outline of him in the image. <laughs> you right? can see him holding up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So... I am. I think that this is a very, very good-looking set. I love the orange binding. They're not stapled. Yeah. They're they're bound with the DDC orange, right? Mm. Which is which is really cool. Uh, it's using the America the Beautiful paper, which is some of my favorite paper that they've ever used because of the thickness. Mm. The only thing I don't like is the line. I don't sure. like that they're lined. Yeah, I agree with you there. I do like that they added that double orange line at the top. That aesthetically makes it look a little bit it better, does. which I eventually came around to America's the beautiful um, line paper because it just has a little, tweaks it a little bit. And I don't know, for some reason, I, I do like that. I mean, in general, yeah. no, I don't I don't like the lines, but I like that they added that. So I agree with everything you just said. In the America the Beautiful edition, I didn't care about the lines when I actually started using them. But it's just when I see them, I see the image, I'm like, oh, man, I wish it was reticle or dot. Because you know, that's sure. just what I tend to prefer. But I'm sure yeah, these yeah. are going to be great. Because like, then I remembered, oh, like one of my favorite editions, which is sitting right in front of me, right, is the... Um, the uh, what's the name of the reporter book? I keep getting it mixed up now that they have. Well, the it's the byline, byline. And the front page. Yeah, because I keep I keep thinking front page, but they're not front mm. page. There's a byline. Byline is lined, right? But right. And I forget that. So I I know I just prefer grids. That format almost requires lines. I, I completely think. agree with you. Uh, so I think it will be. I mean, for me, it's like okay, it's lined, but it's the best paper you've ever used. So I'll get over it. Right. Like that. America the beautiful paper is the bar none the best paper that field notes have put in a in a book like it is the most fountain pen friendly mm, i think the byline's probably better to be perfectly honest yeah could be could be i'm, I'm thinking they might yeah. be this they might be the same i'd have i don't have the specs right in front of me but it might be the same no because the other one the byline had a, a different one byline's different but that paper that america the beautiful paper is awesome i'm really mm, excited to get these in to handle them um and then i'm trying to not buy more just in general 
but yeah. so I haven't. I've got my subscription coming in. I just renewed my subscription, by the way. Same here. So we're on the same schedule. We so are on the renewed. same yeah, same schedule. Yeah. Um. I so this will come in, and and I I feel like when I get these, I will then order some more. I really don't want to because I just have too many, and I'm very aware of that now that I'm moving. Right, like I'm seeing how many I actually own. I put them all in a box a couple of weeks ago. That was uh, an experience. But um, these really are very, very special looking. And they come with uh, wrapping paper and a label. The label's great. Just keep putting stickers in field notes. All right. Yeah. Like you, you just, you're helping me out here. And the video, <laughs> they made a really great video, like a, a, which has kind of, are you familiar with ASMR? Do you know what ASMR is? No. It's a style of YouTube video. It's like audio sensory something something where basically it's just the sound of things. It's like the sound of somebody cutting a tomato or like, okay. you know, it's like it's that it's they're like it's a certain type of person where like those sounds can just like trigger things in their brains and it's just like mm. catnip. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Right. This video has an element of that for me. The sound of the touching of the paper and the folding of the paper like those noises. Sounds amazing. I love it. It does the thing in my brain. Uh, and it really kind of hit me in the feels at the end. <laughs> so, like, they put it under the... They, like, they take it out. They put the label on. They put it under the tree. And it says, to Aaron from Jim. And it's like, oh, <laughs> Well, that's um, not only amazing, but that's also a throwback to how the company started. Because the car company started with a to Jim from Aaron. Yep. Yep. So that's how this entire company got started. So I thought that was a nice callback to that. Yeah, I thought that was real, real sweet, especially because mm-hmm. the binding is DDC orange. Yeah, you know, I, th- I yeah, I like that. I like that. That 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 was just a nice thing. It's just another thing where it's like best company in the world. I love Field Notes <laughs> so much. I yep. just love them so much. Yeah. So my thoughts on this are pr- pretty much mirror yours. I like it a lot. I have not ordered any more. Like I ordered some extra lunacy. Um, I have not ordered any more of these, but I might, I don't know, I might end up with another extra pack or something. I'm really I'm anxious sure to, yeah, I'm really anxious to try the binding. Um, I've always yep. called it perfect binding, this type of binding there. This is a more advanced, they're calling pure bound, which is a little stronger and more flexible than the perfect binding that I'm used to in this type of binding. So I want to see how the, um, the break, uh, the scoring um, works when you fold it over. I want to see how the pages sit, you know, as the binding goes. In general, they work pretty well, able to lay flat. Um, our friend Jenny at Three Staples is already having like endless uh, tweets sent at her, like what she's going to do now that there's no staples. <laughs> I feel bad for her. Oh man, she's going to have to start a spinoff site. I know, I know. So there's not Three Staples in this one, but um, and then just I one l- binding, I guess, would be the website name. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's uh it's really nice. I mean, I think the full is going to be awesome. This is a killer gift, and uh, it, it's going to do really well. I mean, I, I like it. You know, I probably like Lunacy more, but that's kind of picking nits. This looks when I got this one, I, w- I was got the email. I was like, oh, this is really neat. It's really cool. I love the full foil cover and the way the um, the letters are embossed or debossed in there. It looks fantastic, and uh, I, I look forward to see the. Um, to see this binding in action. That's what I'm I'm most anxious about um, in this edition. Ginny just needs to take a stapler to one of them. <laughs> and, it, and you're done. Yep. Put three staples yep. in the front cover. There you go. And you're all good. Just and be good. But uh, yeah, they're really good. So this is, this is a perfect representation of what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. 
mm-hmm. when we were talking about Baron Fig. Yeah. And we were saying that our concern was that they would just keep just changing colors and stuff. And right. they've already done a little bit of that, right? They did like Workplay mm-hmm. 2 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I know that you weren't very happy with. I saw you tweeting about it. Right. Right. I think, what did you say on Twitter? This is exactly what I worried about. Yes. Yes. So worried about the not much difference difference. Yeah. Right. Eh, no big deal. Work, work play was hugely popular. One of the best notebooks they made. Probably so my favorite, favorite notebook that they've made. Well, they introduced work play too. They just re-released that for their first limited edition. Well, that's laziness in my opinion. And I I've agree that they should have done this eventually. I it don't know if a, this was the right way to like kickstart the special editions. I don't know. Exactly. I don't no, know. that's that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, it's not the right way to start it out. It's like it gives me the feeling that I was hoping I wouldn't have. It's like, yep. yep, here we go. Um, but my point in bringing this up is, look at field notes. This is their thirty third edition. What did they do? They false stamped the entire cover and took the staples away. They made a completely different book, right? Like they right. took the staples out. They yep. they bound it completely differently. That they used new processes to make their book, and the yep. previous one was a completely different format. Oh no, the like two previous, a completely different format, right? Like they were the long ones. Then the one that we just had, they cut a hole in the front of it. Like Right. Yeah, you know, that is that is design iteration, you know? Right. And that that's what I think we both really want to see from Baron Fig. We want them to succeed. Yeah, we and, love the products. Yeah. Like give me something different. But there has to be more. Feel I mean look, we're not we're not asking them to be like Field Notes, right? Like no, the crew no, at Field they, Notes, they are on a whole different plane to everybody else. They've been doing right. this for years. They have got this down. They're an incredibly creative set of people. But I really want to see Baron Fig just start to break out of their bubble a bit more because it looks like what we're going to get, at least you know, that's the way it's been set up, is a, a, a every quarter just a different color. And I don't know if that's enough. Yeah, we'll see. They, well, they they tech they um DM'd me after that, and they said, uh, "I hear you." And the next one's going to be something different, and you'll like. All it. right. So I'll, well, I'll now it's now it's word. on. Now it's on record. Yep. You heard it here first. Well, we got <laughs> we got our eye on you, Baron Fig. Mm-hmm. But uh, for because we want being, you to succeed, we do. That's this is the whole thing, right? It's like I I we're not trying to say like this company's terrible. Like we're tr- I'm trying to like give you know, i'm all, trying to say like we want you to do well because yeah, we we're all in like, this together yeah like i believe in baron fig like that they can like knock this out of the park yeah. but but right now like field notes are the champ right and and that's probably the way it's going to stay because they're the best company in the world i think i've established that already mm. um but i want to i want to see more from from baron fig because you know you look at something like this this is amazing yeah they'll do it i have faith in it they see you know they're not blind i think they'll do it i have faith i have faith all right we should do some uh we should go back to some of those ask tpa questions right those yeah so i probably still have 15 or 20 to get through so let's uh let's knock out a couple today because i told everyone who wrote in that i would read their letter so i I gotta hold up to that mike so uh this this section is ask tpa the special written ask tpa uh is brought to you by tom bin Mm, tom bin yes now, is it fair to say Tom Bin are your blood rivals? I don't know. <laughs> Tom, uh, um, 
we're the barren fig to their field notes. How about that? Oh, they're, look at that. Yeah. Tom Ben is the top of the mountain that I aspire to. They are one of my favorite companies on the planet. They do it right. They make the best products. It shows up in every last detail. And, you know, if I ever get to a level with knock to where someone says, wow, that's like Tom Ben product, I can die a happy man. They are an amazing company. Tom Ben, like, categorically make the best bags for computers. Like, they do more than that, right? They make bags for for all sorts. But, like, if you want a computer bag, if you want a bag that you're going to put any type of computer product in, Tom Ben have nailed it, right? Like, I got a Ristretto recently. It was my first Tom Ben bag. It's, it's mm. just incredible. Like, every part of it is amazing. Yeah, so I have the Aeronaut... Um travel duffel and i used that a bunch last year for traveling to pin shows yep and it's one of those products packing's never fun but i actually smile when i pack this bag because i'm like wow they got this right and mm-hmm. look at all the stuff i can do with it and the way i can pack it to carry more than i ever thought it would while it still remains lightweight and functional and beautiful it's it's a weird feeling to be that happy about a carry-on bag. <laughs> but it's that good. It's it's crazy good. All of their stuff is made of care. Like they have great systems as well for packing, right? You can get like the Yeah, have like some the, of the cubes. The cubes and they do it's thing called the synapse as well, right? Which is like where you can right. put a bunch of dongles and cables in. Like everything is well thought thought out. They have great add-ons that they don't like really push on you like when i got my ristretto i got like the 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 upgraded shoulder strap so comfortable yeah actually i got the upgraded shoulder strap with uh, my aeronaut as well and um it's got great give to it 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 feels like somehow it's like magically reduces the weight even though that's not physically possible it feels that way it's like you lift the bag with your hands and you're like wow that's kind of heavy then you throw it on with that strap and you're like what just happened you hit it you heard it at first Tom Ben, the creator of magical bags, like magic bags. <laughs> All Tom really Ben are. bags are made in the USA. If you want to order one now, which you should, go to tombin.com. That's T-O-M-B-I-H-N.com. Tom Ben, lifetime guarantee, superior construction, thoughtful design. Thanks to Tom Ben for their support of the Pen Addict and Relay FM. Yeah, so we've got y'all quite a shopping list today between Tom Ben, Mike Dudek, and Pen Chalet. I mean, this is one-stop shopping between... You know, last week's episode and this week's episode. Yeah, Sheesh. there's a funny thing about the pen addict in the last few months of the year. Everybody wants spots. <laughs> <It's>, yeah, <laughs> we get super booked sponsor wise yeah. uh, towards the end of the year. Speaking of which, and I won't spill the beans, but I did get something uh, magical. I think from Harry's yesterday. Just showed up at the front door. You know how oh, that stuff just stuff just it? shows up. So yeah, I have a feeling we might be talking about that next week or something. Yep, so, we are. We yeah. are. It's, I like. I like. In your mind, it just shows up. Doesn't I knew it was going. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I arrange I, it, but uh, I just yeah. Leave you it arrange to show it, up. but you never you never tell me. And then next thing you know, there's a box. So anyway, Look, you are Brad Downey. How many packages arrive at your house every day? Come on. I mean, it's daily. I saw the uh, the UPS and FedEx truck. Uh, crossed paths the other day, like right in front of the driveway. It's like, <laughs> yep, that's about that's about right. <laughs> Just making the daily rounds. Yeah, yeah. Actually, when uh, 
recently UPS, I guess our regular driver switched and the the new guy came. He goes, hey, I'm the new driver. <laughs> like the other one knew me. Like he felt kind of guilty. <laughs> that He's like, oh, you're stuck with me now. He like made a point to say, hey, I'm the new guy. You're going to see me a lot. Yeah. All right. Let's crack into these letters. All right. Yeah. So a lot of these are from when we um, originally asked for handwritten STPA sent to my PO box here in Georgia. And there's a bunch we didn't get to that day. I put all these, I had all these stacked and ready to go and separated so we could continue reading them, but I have not opened them and reread them to prepare for this show. So I don't know exactly what I'm going to get. I read them the first time, but then didn't get to them on the show. So you know what I mean? I put the letters back and now I'm going to reopen them. But this one, I wanted to get to the first time we did it and I didn't, but it actually works out better to the day because she's in the chat room and it's hot mm-hmm. couple loving. And this is her original letter because she's already had a follow-up letter. Um, so we, we do have follow-up handwritten as TPA, by the way, Mike. But this letter is so good because she drew some pictures on it. Um, I don't know how she knew this, and she probably didn't. She was probably just drawing it. Um, I think it was an Inktober. Um, the keyword that day was flight for day 19. So she drew two characters from one of my most favorite movies, which is How to Train Your Dragon. Um, have you seen that movie, Mike? Yeah. Animated? I love that movie. Great movie. She drew... Yeah, she drew uh, Hiccup and Toothless on the back, um, which are so cool. They're my favorite characters. And Toothless is even more appropriate because all my tooth issues uh, recently, I got that tooth pulled on Monday. So <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm doing this uh, one man down. I am, I am literally toothless while I'm reading this letter. So thank you so much for sending this. So let's, let's see what she says. Hey, Brad and Mike, how are y'all doing? See, she's from Georgia, so mm-hmm. she knows how to write. She knows how to write the y'alls. Love the podcast and blog. Oh, and Mike's new vlog is great. Oh, great. She's sucking up to you already. Yeah. I, I subscribe to a few people on YouTube who do something similar, but Mike, yours is one of the best. I have Aww. a few questions. Okay, more than a few. Have you guys ever considered doing customized field notes to give away at pen shows? Great question. Timely question. We looked at this from the <laughs> minute we started this podcast and yep. we can't do specific field notes. That's why we created something like the pen attic notebook for this last show. Yeah, just frankly, notes, the, 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 the order number would be too high and we can't sell them. Right. We would have to fully eat that cost. We're not above doing that. That would be a large number <laughs> that we could not afford. Yeah, because that's we the would problem. Not be a, we would not be able to charge you for the notebooks, which I would love to not be able to charge you for the notebooks. We're not in a position to not charge you for the notebooks. Yeah. So we would, we could get them and we'd have to give them away and not charge for them. Dream scenario. Maybe it can happen one day. I yep. doubt it's going to happen, but um, you know, it's uh, it's just part of the deal with the, with the field notes. Mm-hmm. So, which right, I understand next- because oh, they yeah. shouldn't really have people selling them. Like it's always weird when you see that happen. But they tend to be like retail collaborations, right? But we're not. Right. I don't think we're doing one of those anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that would work out. Uh, so question number two. Wow, there's six questions. She wasn't joking. Uh, Brad, since Knock is now in retail, will you and Jeff be doing any collaborations or blue label products? Yes. We are already trying to prototype for next year. We want to do something for the Atlanta Pin Show. We don't know exactly what that is yet, but we're playing around with a few things. You probably saw something in our Instagram um, last week that we've been playing around with. Um, we don't know if it's going to work or not, but uh, yeah, we're always going to be making stuff, even if we're someone's making um, retail items for us. We're always going to be making and 
expand. We hope to expand the blue label stuff. Actually, this will give us the freedom to do that. All right. Number three, Mike, what pen and nib combo do you have that you think best shows off the properties of Fuyugaki? Um, I'm going to say it's the, I think it's going to be the sailor pro gear. Like I think it just mm. does a really excellent job. Um, I have the gold nib. Uh, I think it's a medium. I feel like yeah. that does a really good job with it. I mean, I th- I think that the Pro Gear, probably anything that you put in it is going to do a great job. Um, but there is also something about using my orange pen with the orange ink. Exactly. That's really what I was going to say. It nicely. matches too. Yeah. That, make, that makes it show up better. It's yep. it's no joke. It, it appears better with an orange pen. All right. So number four, this is for both of us. And we're, we're off the reservation here. What's your favorite movie? You go first. Oh, like my favorite ever movie. This I really struggle with this. So I'm really bad at picking a favorite movie. What I can do is tell you a small selection of movies that I keep on my iPad all the time because I can watch them anytime and I'm fine. Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Godfather, uh, yeah. Godfather 1 and 2. Goodfellas. And Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Nice. That's a great selection. Yeah. I mean, that's some top tier stuff. My favorite movie all time is Train Spotting. Um, I I never get tired of that. I watch it all the time. And, you know, I have all the the editions and the books and, you know, the 20th anniversary commentary and all that stuff. The movie I keep on my my iPhone so I can watch it anytime is a movie called Control, which is the story of Joy Division. What a surprise. Yeah. (laughs) I could have picked that for you, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So those are my probably my two favorite movies. Um, Very both very, very. British, Scottish, dark. musically inclined, dark movies. Um, that's kind of my my personal genre. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's um while those movies have nothing to do with each other, they're actually quite similar in story, if yep. you will. All right. So number five, is there a custom maker out there that you would su- suggest someone who wants a custom pen but doesn't want to order strictly by just looking online? Is there a custom maker who does a lot of pen shows so I can try them first? Jonathan Brooks. Yeah. Um, that's, he does stuff that's not online all the time. Like he doesn't have, I don't check his store all the time because it doesn't ever seem to have all the stuff on there. Maybe he's changing that, but it shows he always has something killer. And even if you find a material in a different shape, you know, like the shape of the pen you like, doesn't match the material you like. That's something he can do. So you can always try something from Jonathan. Um, hopefully he'll be in Atlanta this year. Um, so you should be able to see him cause you better be coming to the Atlanta pen show this year. Do you, do you have any other suggestion on that? Or you, I feel that's like, a, a, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that answer. Jonathan is exactly who I would have suggested. Yeah. Yep. So last question, who do you think makes the prettiest nibs? Do you have an opinion? No. So I would say Sailor would be my favorite. Mont Blanc might make the best, the mm. most prettiest nibs, um, of which I don't really own any, but like one standard small nib for Mont Blanc. Um, but some of their specialty nibs, like their, um, what do you call it? Special editions, limited editions. Those nibs are, are crazy good on stock kind of gold nibs. I love Sailors. Sailors nibs are great. All right. Awesome. Awesome letter. Thank you. Hot cup 11. Yeah. Thanks Hopefully so much. She was still listening. All right. Great, so what do we got selection. here? What we got here. I'm rifling through those papers over there. I am. Sorry. 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 
Um, wow, some wonderful handwriting on this. Do not bend. We have um, wax seal. Oh, this one's on a card. Oh, wow. Um, this is a whole big deal over there. Uh, this is from Adam. This is like, um, where's this from? Page stationery, this card. That's a real neat um, little card with a pipe on it. It's nice. This is from Adam uh, with his nice uh, wax seal. It says, love the pod- podcast. Thank you for always pointing, uh, putting out great content weekly. Two questions. What was your best slash worst pen purchase? So we get that one a lot. Um, best pen purchased. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> These are hard questions because I never think about it that way. Um. Oh, JVK, I do love Donnie Darko. I, I will say that um, for the movie thing. They're talking about me in the chat room now. Huh. Best worst pen purchase. Gosh, dog. You can't think of the best... Like, what are you? What are you, I think what are you my, considering I think my, this from? Just thinking of, I have. I'm thinking I have too much stuff, so it's a difficult thing. My best is my first Nakaya. I think okay. that's the best because that pen has remained the best. Like, so much went into the purchasing of that pen, and for it to actually deliver and exceed my expectations, that has to be the best. Okay. Um, worst is hard because I tend to avoid things that I don't think I would like. I mean, nothing's like completely failed me. We talk about the Lamy 2000, how it had to have nib work done to be like a writing pen that I really enjoy, but I don't necessarily have a worst uh, purchase. Do you have anything for either of these categories? All right. The worst is the Oto Dude. <laughs> That's a horrible pen. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. I'll remember that. That's one of the, uh, one of the, I think I did an article years ago about the top five worst pens i've ever reviewed i think that was number one i think it was the worst the auto dude is horrific yeah except i didn't pay for it so i didn't actually purchase you you did and it's just trash tastic so someone in the chat room said the visionaire but that's (laughs) not that doesn't count because i knew it was bad before i bought it (laughs) you bought it purposefully to to see just how bad it was going to be exactly so actually it ended up being a great purchase because it provided me with endless entertainment (laughs) <laughs> right yeah that's right? a great purchase and it's like i bring that thing to pen shows people want to see it i think out of all of my pens that i own that's the one that people want to see the most i'm not even kidding people that like, come up no. to me at, the, at atlanta it's happened many times be like do you have the visionaire it's like yep. yeah i've got the visionaire yep yep i totally agree all right I'm trying so to think um, of my best now this oh, yeah, is that that's this is that is really difficult because like i have my favorites i think i think it's gonna have to be the Pilot M90. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that already. Yeah, that's a great pen. I use that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this pen, but it's just because it was the culmination of a long search for it. Right, um, right. And, you know, buying it from Thomas was, was an amazing way to kind of cap that. Um, and I absolutely love this pen. And I'm proud of myself that I do use it every day. You know, because yep. this is a pen that would have been real easy to just display. You know? Yes, right, right, right. But uh, that's not what it's made for. I mean, nope. if there's anything that design calls for, that design calls for, let's go, let's use this pen. And it is just perfect. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love everything yep. about this pen, and I cannot believe Pilot don't make this. Like, it <laughs> boggles my mind that they do not have a standard oh. version of this pen. It absolutely just boggles my mind because it's yeah. in every single way one of the best pens I've ever owned. The size yeah. of it, like 
the the weight of it, the balance of it, and just the design. It's one of the most beautiful designs. Like I can't believe there is an A pen that is sold that looks like this. They could charge whatever they wanted for it too. You could uh, you could charge six hundred dollars for this pen, and people mm-hmm. will buy it. Because yeah. yeah, it but it really truly boggles my mind, especially now. Like imagine this, but friction fit. <laughs> so there's yeah. no lip on it. That's the yeah. only thing. It's like there's that lip on it, right, where the cap clips in. Imagine right. that friction fit. Just this mm. solid one piece thing, right? That just you just really make a great seal, like a kind of invisible seal, which is possible to do. It would just be there would be nothing nothing could come near it. Nothing could come near it. Yeah, Tony's pointing out the E ninety five S, which is has the same shape and the same uh, click, but it's got that plastic barrel and the nib's not integrated. I mean, I love the E95. I have one. It's killer. It's not the same. No, that's, it's that's not the same. But people who want that, like it people who want that style me. of pen, that's the best they're going to do um, unless they're going secondary market. market. Yeah, the, yep. the, the nib, there's a seam, right? The, the thing that makes this so beautiful is that the nib is made of the barrel. Right. Right? Like, it is one and the same. All right, Adam's got one more question. He says, I love my Cron Dash 849 when I need a ballpoint, which I agree, that's a great ballpoint. Any pen suggestions for similar look, feel, and refill? So if you want to stick on that reef, that ballpoint refill side of the ledger, the Schmidt 9000M, I think is a better refill than the, what do they call the 849s, the Gigantic or the Monster. It's got some some refill name like that um it's a great refill i love it the schmidt i think is a little bit better in my mind um for a pen you can get the retro 51 tornado slims they come with that and i think that's a very comparable to the cron dash 849s goliath thank you gentleman stationer joe in the chat room awesome chat room participation today i know we went early but maybe everyone's off today or at least everyone's slacking today which i can appreciate all right so can we hit one more what do we think yeah one more. What do we got here? Oh, goodness. Everything's falling. All right. This one's from Heather. She has hashtag ask TPA right on the front of the envelope with a little smiley face. So I can get totally behind that. So let's see. Oh, wow. Okay. So her handwriting is great. But what I'm wowing about is her stationery. This pad has a Parker Quink ink bottle and box like in the top corner of the pad like it's a stationary pad with that uh that little image on there so that's very cool says dear mr dowdy hi i love the podcast and website i listen as i can which is while at work or mowing the yard so hopefully this note makes it to you in time i have a fountain pen novice question about field notes we have lots of field notes questions mike i wonder why (laughs) so this is a this is a great question and i haven't read but i'm looking at this next next sentence am i using them incorrectly my brother gave me a few three-packs, Snowblind, Sweet Tooth, and Regular. I've been using them with fine and medium fountain pens and have noticed bleed-through, feathering, ghosting on some, but not others. Are field notes created equal? Do they all use the same weight of paper? Or are some heftier than others? Any help is greatly appreciated. Sincerely, Heather. So, you've run into the issue that a lot of us fountain pen users have. Field notes are not all created equally. In fact, field notes are created differently nearly every single time. Yep. You got probably two of the 
you probably got three of the worst additions to use fountain pens in, which is regular Sweet Tooth and Snowblind. There's a couple that are worse, but there's some that are so good for fountain pens. Um, so what you're looking for with field notes is they always lay out the specs. You want to start with the ones that say 70 pound paper on them. Yep. So they actually changed their regular stock from 50 pound, uh, weight paper to 60, but still it's not quite as good as some of the 70 pound paper, which you'll find in this new edition, um, black ice. So for example, that'll be a good one. Um, the lunacy edition I think has, um, does it have 70? It might have 60. I'll have to check. So that's where you want to start because they are definitely not all created equal. Some of the papers Lunacy are... 70. Okay. So some they're starting to change. They're not putting... If you noticed a, a trend here, Mike, they are starting to change a little bit in the paper quality. Yep. Um, you also notice, which I forgot to mention when we did, um, when we were talking about Black Ice, that the the base price has gone up uh it, or has stayed the same as the previous edition they're now 12.95 a three pack instead of 9.95 right yep we knew that was coming that had to come there's we kept we've said for years i don't know how they can afford this so the last two editions now have been a new price point which is completely fair and i think what it's doing is allowing them to be even more creative right like we've, we've said for years, we didn't know how they were doing it. Nope. So, so Heather, there is absolutely a difference. Start with any edition where the paper lists itself as 70 pound paper. Um, you still may, your fine and medium nibs should work fine in most of those. There's going to be a couple where the papers finish differently. So not only is there different weights of paper, there's different finishes, on the paper so not everything's going to be the same but you can find a couple of really good additions i have a feeling this current one black ice is going to be a good good fountain pen friendly paper so check that one out all right so um let's do one more because it's a postcard and it's a short one then i'll leave some of the longer ones for next time okay sounds good time for last one yeah man. this is from this is from joel he sent me a cool uh postcard um from science fiction monkey planet planet of the apes it's like a book co- it's like an old penguin book cover it's a very cool postcard so let's see mike and brad as collectors of writing instruments i assume you guys write all the time is that accurate what kind of writing makes up the majority of what you do journaling letter writing lists short stories i used to collect guitars amps and pedals at one point i felt generally like i didn't play enough to justify the amount of gear i owned <laughs> Have either of you ever experienced this with pens? Looking forward to hearing your review of that book on handwriting. Yeah, I need to email Andrew back, don't I? Keep up the good work, Joel. <laughs> so what do you what do you think think, Mike? Do you ever feel guilty for owning all this stuff and just of having to justify using it? Yes. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I don't necessarily feel guilty, though, yeah. but all the time, but a lot of time, yeah, I totally feel guilty. I feel um, guilty when I'm faced with more than usual. So when I, looking at my desk right now, I have like nine of my most expensive pens in a Dudek block, a bunch uh-huh. of field notes, two of my custom acrylic pens just sitting there, one on a pen wrap, one on a stand. <laughs> that is totally fine. That's standard desk. When I opened that wardrobe over there a couple of days ago and took all that stuff out and put it in boxes and looked at just how much dead tree was just <laughs> in my home, yeah, I felt bad. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I do have some guilt from time to time about how much stuff I actually have. Yeah, um, at some point with my field notes collection, as I mentioned, I'm wanna, I want to make a video out of them like at some point. When I do that, I'm going to siphon off the stuff that I'm going to sell or give away. Because mm-hmm. I have too many. A- I have way too many of all of it. Um, and, and I don't need as much as I have. Like, I know that. Yep. Yep, I'm with you. I, I, I can't really argue with that. Um, but just as to what what do we write the most? I write notes and lists the most. I don't write stories or journals. Um, but, I mean, I'm always writing, you know, just constant constant scribblings. Yeah, I, stuff. I'm, I'm notes and scribbles, like notes and doodles, you know. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of shows where I just break out the cross field and I just doodle ah. the whole time. Yeah. That's what I use that for, by the way. Crossfield, because I know you were surprised I picked it. It has two purposes in my life. It is my doodle pad and my mm. new pen testing pad. Because it's it. flat out the most comfortable and nicest paper I own. Yep. So it's perfect for that. That's what it should be used for. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I thought it was a great pick because I didn't expect it. Yeah, it's wonderful. Love that pad. Yeah. All right, that wraps up this week's episode. If you want to find our show notes for today, head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 232. If you want to find Brad online, he's over at penaddict.com and at knock.co. He is on Twitter at dowdyism, and he is on Instagram at penaddict. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E on all of them. Um, you can find I'm on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash Hurley. You can find my videos there. We spoke about it a couple of times, so I'm going to promote it. Um, thanks so much for listening as always thanks to our great sponsors this week Pen Chalet Dudak Modern Goods and Tom Bin go support our sponsors because that in turn helps support the show thank you for listening we'll be back next time until then say goodbye Brad goodbye Brad <laughs>